Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. On this week's episode, we interview Jeff Winkler. Now, if you're wondering to yourself, who is Jeff Winkler? Don't worry, he's a longtime friend of the show and even longer time friend of Lee and Ann Bird. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to open up a gym during a pandemic, well, Jeff Winkler is the guy to talk to. We sit down with him as he discusses what him and the team from Core City Fitness in downtown Detroit are doing during the pandemic and what it's like to open. We also talk a little bit about Jeff's life, his change in nutrition, and just generally how interesting of a guy he is. So sit back and enjoy our interview with Jeff Winkler. But first, before we get into the interview, you guys are going to get your programming for the week, July 27th, 2020, all the way through August 2nd. Starting on the 27th, we are starting with our deadlift day. So we're going to do short little intervals with some medium rest. You got five rounds of a three-minute workout. It's going to have deadlifts, some jumping rope, and uh, a low amount of burpees. If you stick to the functional side, it's going to stay the same throughout a pretty moderate weight. If you guys are going with the open track for this one, the deadlifts are going to increase in weight every round, but decrease in reps. And I would give you what those weights are, but we're going to do based off percentages. So everybody's going to have a little bit different weight. So a couple options for you there. On the 28th, that's a Tuesday. We have some Tabata cardio. We're going to do some running. And then we're also going to do some abs and core work after that. So just a little bit of monostructural and ab work on Tuesday. That Wednesday, the 29th, we are back with a barbell in our hands. We have actually a very similar clean complex to what we had the week before. It's going to be every two and a half minutes for 20 minutes. On the open side, there is a heavy clean complex. On the functional side of things, it's actually going to be the exact same as the week before. You guys are going to do some hang snatches or hang cleans every minute 15 for seven rounds each with the time to break down in between. That's the 29th. On the 30th, that's Thursday, we have some shoulder work. We have some shoulder to overheads with some buy-ins, where it's actually going to get a little bit heavier. If on the functional side, you're going to use dumbbells. On the open side, just like on Monday, the reps are going to come down, but the weight is going to go up. Um, Again, a little bit of running and um, some movement weights in that. That's your shoulder. That's your pressing day. Friday is back to our squat day. We have two kind of retests. One is from a while ago, or it's just a single time through. Yes, I know, more running, but it's not that far. Some dumbbell box step-ups and single arm uh, hang clean and jerks. On the open side of things, we're doing more front squats, but they're tempo. So just like we did a couple weeks ago, but we're bringing them back to see if things have changed. And then Saturday, August 1st, happy August, everybody. Finally, we get to Ann's best friend, Jamie's workout from a couple weeks ago. It is going to be a partner workout, but it's all body weight. Uh, so it'd be a fun one to kind of do there. And then as always on Sundays, sculpting Sundays, hypertrophy type stuff. We have push-ups, banded bicep curls, tricep extensions, better rows, and more. There's your programming for the week. Enjoy Jeff. All right, we doing this shit or what? Oh man, now, now I gotta get a the expletive rating. Oh, are we already recording? Oh yeah, oh, I, got nervous. Right. I got nervous. I got nervous when I saw that going. Did you? You saw the red light? <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. All right, 
Ready? Yeah. 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 All right. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome. How are we all doing today? Awesome. Good. 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 good yeah, we're back to our, oh, back sorry, to our normal we're Thursday time. evening. Back to our Thursday. It's at night. Last time we were during the day for all you five people that heard that. Today, yeah, you're going to hear a fourth voice. You're not going to know it till the end of the episode. You're going to have to guess. Nope. We're not going to reveal it. Nope, we're not going to reveal it. Like Dr. Claw from Inspector yep. Gadget. Don't know who it is. Um, Guess who's speaking. So we do have an outside guest today. So on the show tonight, today, this evening, we have the one and only Jeff Winkler. Yay! <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know Jeff Winkler, like who the hell is this guy? He is a good buddy of Lee's. They went to what? Elementary? Kindergarten through. They've known each other since. They call uh, each other every morning, probably four or five times a day, I want to say. Oh my gosh, I want to know what kindergarten Lee was like. Did he still have gray hair? Can you remind me? <laughs> he did have gray hair. <laughs> he was born with gray hair. Uh, a little fact though, Lee and I had every single class together from kindergarten to sixth grade. Wow. Oh my gosh. Same teacher, same class every year. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's impressive. I know, right? But then I feel like you guys weren't that close after high school. Yeah, after high school until we went to someone's wedding together. I don't even know whose it was, to be honest. And that's when we reconnected. And then literally like the next day, we were best friends again. <laughs> like a movie. I know, right? You guys got to sell I, the I didn't script. talk to Lee for probably four years, five years. It's like you know, a reverse right? I love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> is that all the, but like, so side note, Jeff and Lee, they call themselves the buddies and there's like 12 of them all from high school. There's a few added in there, here and there. But is that how they all, I mean, you, you did you keep in touch with all the buddies or just Lee fell out? Just kind of <laughs> Lee. No, I still, most of them I still talked, spoke to. And I think Lee still spoke to some of them, but yeah. I think we just had a different group of friends and I don't know. Okay. Well, enough about Lee. Let's yeah, seriously. Let's talk about Jeff. That's okay. why we're really here. All right, so Jeff, real quick. So obviously we know Jeff through Lee, and now we're all we're all good buddies with Jeff. We are talking to him because he just recently opened up a new gym in Detroit called Core City Fitness, and we're going to get really into that a little bit later. But um, that's kind of why we wanted to have him on to talk about how that went, why Detroit, kind of uh, how is it through a pandemic where everything is shut down that you crazy decide to open a gym i can answer that super easy <laughs> <laughs> right all right so first of all tell us a little bit about yourself kind of where you live what you do family wise um, so live in gross point farms michigan me my wife my son riley mm -hmm. my real job my day job is i'm a financial <laughs> advisor um He's a wonderful if anyone needs a financial advisor keep that money making job man. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> hold on to that thing with a death <laughs> we've lived here now for what five years in that house or in the city no we've been in this house too okay the previous house in gross point two and then we lived actually in detroit for five years and then before that we were in florida for eight years after college but back in michigan now for uh, almost 10 years what took yeah. you guys down to florida so after college uh jody my wife now she's my girlfriend at the time she was going to grad school and she applied to several schools but it was between florida atlantic university down in Boca Raton or Pepperdine and Malibu. Um, Jesus. 
she chose <laughs> she chose Florida Atlantic. I think more just because of proximity. California seemed really far. So we moved down there together. We sold our cars. We got a U-Haul. Me, Jody, and our cat at the time had wow. never been to South Florida in our lives. And we moved down there and got our apartment. The, the funny thing was when we got there, we didn't own a car. So we pulled into the car dealership with a U-Haul. And it's like, uh, we got to turn this back in tomorrow. We need to get a car. <laughs> you so that's got a really like, good deal, huh? Horrible yeah. deal. That's like the worst negotiating tactic ever. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you and Jody been dating before you decided to move down to Florida with her? So our first date was actually her 21st birthday. So um, probably like two years. Okay. Um, that's not nothing. No. So yeah, two years. And then... Yeah, and then that's when we moved down there. And okay. you got your financial advisor job down there. Yeah, so I started. Right, actually, yeah. so we moved down there. One of the first people I met was uh, the manager of a, a financial services firm. And so I went and interviewed and was, what, 22, 23 years old. Looked like I was probably 12. Um, <laughs> and started calling old people in Florida. <laughs> there you are. Yeah. Did you ever plan on going the financial planning route or is that just yeah something you so i studied finance finance and economics in college um okay. so that was kind of the goal i had a friend who uh was a year older than me that also went to western michigan with us and did this so i had a good idea and that's what i wanted to do and that's i mean that's my only job i ever had so that's what i've been doing for the last 19 years what got you into wanting to do finance was that something you found in undergrad or did you pick i'm gonna do the jeff interview backwards we're gonna <laughs> yeah. start at core city Let's go um, all the way back through until we get back to Tecumseh. No, I mean, I went through a few different majors in college. And then ultimately, I like numbers. I like math. I didn't want to do math math. Um, I like business. And so I figured, you know, finance and economics makes sense. And uh, there's lots of opportunities within that. Um, He's a smooth talker with the old people. So you can get those. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and they can tell how young I was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So then you were down there, moved back up to Michigan, and then... Yeah, so we had we had Riley and you know it was tough now that we were all by ourselves we had no family I was still working pretty crazy hours at that time and we decided at that point we were actually splitting half the year so we would stay down there six months come back up here six months and we did that for a couple of years and then as it got closer to where we knew that you know we wanted Riley to go to school here that's when we you know bought a place up here and then really for the most part spent all of our time up here. And then I would just go back and forth, you know, once or twice a month for work. Cool. Is that the way you're kind of based off of, or have you transferred everything up? To no. So we still, we have an office in Boca Raton. We have an office in Boston. And then I work out of an office here. Our kind of our headquarters is Boca Raton. And probably, I don't know, half my clients are still there. So I still go down there all the time to see clients and, you know, go there whenever needed. Not that gig. Yeah. yeah. And then they bought this huge house in Indian village for a really good deal and like restored, mm -hmm. sto like, I don't know if you call it restored, if you modernize it all, is that restoring it? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it I had a scary ass basement. Oh yeah. So scary. Jody would never go down there. It was scary. Well, there was yeah, like was someone fun, living in there, wasn't there before you What's bought that? it? Wasn't there someone like no? Nodding uh, in there? I was I was pretty sure. So I knew that I wanted to live in Detroit. I knew I really wanted to live in Indian Village. Jody did not, and we actually put quite a few offers on houses like in Birmingham, and they all fell through. And so I think she finally just kind of wore down. And we bought this one. She she didn't see it. She saw pictures of it, 
and I bought it and I was still kind of weird about, you know, going in there. And I remember when I went in there the first time after I closed it, there was, I went like go to go downstairs and there was like a jean jacket and stuff. I'm like, Oh, oh no. I in this house now if you're down here. <laughs> oh no. But we were lucky. We were there five years. We didn't have a single problem. Um, it was a lot of fun. He tried to get all the buddies to move down there. You so okay? you're so close to. So, uh, we were, Lee, Lee really tried to talk us into it. Yeah. I said no. Up you, up you hop down. Mm -hmm. All right. So now you're in Gross Point for Good. Gross yep. Point Farms. Excuse me. There's mm -hmm. lots of Gross Point. So how did you suddenly become so involved in fitness? Have you always So been? the long story is I played long, basketball yeah, my entire life. Short. <laughs> uh, I played basketball my entire life and and did just like normal workouts, right? You're, like what we would go to LA Fitness, do you know, bench and buys, tries yeah, and yeah. whatever, leg day on Thursdays. Uh, and that's all I did. And I continued to do that for most of my life. And then I'm 42 now, so 37. So about five years ago, and this is what led me to CrossFit, was I was playing in a basketball tournament in San Francisco. And I blew out my ACL. And I called Jody, like literally right when it happened. And I had already hurt myself. I messed up my ankle a few times. I have a torn Achilles. And I said, all right, if... If it's really torn, then I'm done playing basketball. And it was. I chose not to get, I chose not to get surgery because I really didn't want to go through surgery. And I figured if all I could do was not play basketball and ski, then who cares? So fast forward two years, and I was invited to play in a shirtless golf open with oh, our God. other buddies. Real, real normal, right? Yeah. So you, basically go to, you go to Harsons Island, and there's this little course. I don't think it's a golf course anymore. But you take a shirt off, and you play golf. <laughs> and amazing. it was fun. You drink all day. But the next day, yeah. I saw a picture of myself. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened to me? And I was kind of like, after it I wasn't me, even, I remember the picture. It wasn't even bad. It was, no, I was like the typical skinny fat. Because um, I didn't really, after I tore my ACL, I really completely stopped working out. I didn't do anything. And I was, so I'm 6'4". I was down to like 180 pounds. And I'm no skinny. And I'm like, Jesus, what happened? So... I started doing some stuff and at the time, I don't even think Lee and Ann, maybe you started doing CrossFit and then that was during the time when you kind of stopped. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't really have any friends that were doing it, but I watched the games and I watched a couple of <laughs> things. I'm like, you know, this is amazing. So I, uh, I called a local CrossFit and luckily the coach at the time, Tori Throop, he answered and I was like, Hey, I've, I've never done this before. I want to try CrossFit. And he's like, yeah, come on down. So literally the next day I went down there and I think at the time their on-ramp was like four classes. And the first one, they teach you some stuff, but then they do this workout called welcome to the jungle, which is like a 500 meter row or the 40 air squats, 30 sit-ups, 20 push-ups, and 10 pull-ups. So we go through the class. I do that. I mean, I'm about to die, but at the end of it, he's like, all right, you're okay. You don't have to come to any more of the on-ramps. Why don't you come tomorrow and work out with me and my buddy? And so I'm like, okay, yeah, awesome. I'm like, in. not even in a class? <laughs> no, no. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he was a head coach, but he would train there at the time because he was a regionals competitor. So him and a couple of their buddies would work out from, like, I don't know, 11 to 4 every day. 
He's inviting on ramp bros to. Yeah. So hang like, out. Uh, I've got a pretty flexible schedule. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I started going, and it was amazing. I mean, I was literally hooked from you know the second day. I still remember that first week, like trying to sleep at night, and I would roll over in bed, and I would like it was like crying. I was I've never been so sore in my life. But it was the best feeling ever because, I mean, it, it was fun. And I think it's, it's kind of like the competition that I missed doing. And that's how I got into it. Started at rock bottom. Now you're here. Yeah, right? All right. So if you could go back and tell your young self something to do different in your fitness journey, what would it be? So I think a couple of things. I think that, so growing up, I loved basketball. I was good at basketball. So that's what I kind of gravitated towards. But I think if I was to do things over, I wouldn't be scared to do things maybe that I was not good at. And I would have participated in more things, you know, whether it was, you know, at the high school level or just anything, I would have played way more sports, but I think I was scared to fail. And so I just yeah. stuck with the things that I was good at. The other thing is, I think I would have been more consistent with working out and not kind of go on the, you know, roller coaster of getting in shape you know, and then kind of easing off and then getting out of, really out of shape and then get, trying to get back in shape again. Um, Doesn't golf tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a lifesaver, so I'm glad it happened. Right? Uh, but I think just getting involved with more things and not, you know, not being scared to fail at things. That's scary. That's, I think that's pretty normal for most of us. Mm-hmm. Have you played around with any different kind of diets or like dietary restrictions or anything like that over your course of fitness? Uh, so yeah, so, <laughs> um, so I'm vegan, um, oh. and I've been vegan now for almost four years. And so that's before CrossFit. It was, yeah. So okay. just just before really, I think I started. I think I started CrossFit in February, and I had my last whatever meat or dairy like the December right before. So, yeah, but I mean, I grew up eating, I mean, just like everyone else did, you know, meat, potatoes, milk every night. And then four years ago uh, is when I made the decision that I would never eat, you know, any animal product ever again. What sparked that? So a couple of things. I read a book called The China Study, and it's the, it's the largest, longest research project ever done on the benefits of a plant-based diet and, you know, the likely outcomes that you have from eating that. And so that kind of got me into it and then like everyone else nowadays i watch some documentaries um <laughs> frankensteer you ever see that one which one frankensteer no i have not I actually it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorites oh, no. just from the name yeah oh no so i watched all those and it started to make sense to me and i started to think all right you know one maybe you don't really need to eat this stuff and then two maybe these you know large companies you know have been lying to me my whole life you know they have a lot to profit from it and you know maybe we're not being told the whole truth but it really didn't click with me yet. And then one night, a friend recommended I watch a documentary called Earthlings. It's been around for a while. It's narrated by Joaquin Phoenix. And it basically, it just talks about, you know, how we're all on this planet together, but how we view ourselves different than other beings on this planet. It's horrific to watch. I don't recommend it to anybody because you, you literally, I don't think you can get through it. I couldn't watch it all. But it was that that night is when I told myself I'd never eat meat again, and I haven't yet. Oh, that's incredible. And is your whole family vegan or just you? No, I mean, just me. My wife doesn't eat any red meat. She doesn't eat chicken, but I mean, she'll have fish. She loves her cheese. So like when she cooks dinner at night, she'll make for the most part all vegan meals. Mm -hmm. um, but if something has cheese on her or something, she'll put normal cheese on her half and vegan on mine. 
and we let our son eat whatever he wants. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to push what I think is, you know, right or wrong at this point about his, you know, what he eats in his diet. If he has questions, I, you know, I answer him honestly, um, which gets me in trouble sometimes. Uh, but I'll let him make his, his own decision himself at this point. I think it's a really healthy way to do it. I do think though, if, if, if I would have, you know, started this journey eight years ago or 10 years ago, it probably would have been a different outcome because yeah. I think like everyone else, once he got kind of on that journey of eating those things, it's, it's, it's a tough cycle to break. And I just, I didn't, I didn't feel like I had to do that. Yeah. Have you noticed yeah. any big uh, pros or cons with it? No. Uh, I mean, it's <laughs> for the first 30 days, it's, uh, it's tough. You know, it's trying to find what you're going to eat. You probably end up eating kind of, you know, not that good because you're just grabbing things that is technically vegan, but it may not be the healthiest. But then once you once you realize everything that you can eat, it's easy. I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my life. You know, when I get my blood tested every year, the numbers are, I mean, better than I was when I was in my 20s. I'm 215 now. So, I mean, I put on 30 pounds of, I think for the most part, all muscle, you know, on a plant-based diet doing CrossFit. So, I mean, I don't think it's held me back at all. That's good. It's good I, a lot of, I, I like a lot of protein shakes. Yeah. You have, you order some of the meals too, like. I do. So I, yeah, I've gone on and off on those sometimes. I've done trifecta. It's good because it's super easy. I get sick of them though. So like right, right now I'm just kind of preparing my own meals and I'll cook a little bit at night and then bring it for lunch or I'll bring leftovers. And I pretty much eat the same stuff every day. So I don't get sick of eating the same things. Um, but I have tried those and it, it, it really helped at the beginning. Hey, Anne, could you ever give up your ranch? <laughs> I don't know if I could give would up that be that. would that be your deal breaker I mean I don't know I could go Jeez, I could go vegetarian for a little bit yeah yeah I could go it's the dairy part yeah dairy is my, my thing it's addicting but then you watch those little baby cows get ripped from their mamas oh see yeah. I send you those videos I know. <laughs> yeah, I but I'm still drinking milk. <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. I do oh, I mean, I don't drink milk. I don't really. I put it on cereal when I eat my four bowls. <laughs> I was say, we've gone over multiple episodes where you eat a ton of cereal. I do. But anyway, well, that's awesome. Maybe someday, maybe my last maybe. year of life, I'll be a vegan. Your, yeah, your last year of life. <laughs> no, no, don't no. Is that what kills you? Whatever you want, what if it's my last year and then I go to become a vegan and I live for like 20 more years? How will you know like... it's your last year? Yeah. Also, in the history of this earth, there's never been anybody that's really known for a whole year that it's their last year. Like weeks and months, sure. But 12? The world is evolving. It could be by then. You could know exactly your time. Yeah, I guess All anything right. is possible. So we've talked about your little fitness journey. And now we're getting into the meat. Get it? See what oh. Ew. Ew. Don't do that. <laughs> the, no tofu. The tofu of, your, uh, of, your, of what's Interview. going on right now. So yeah. you and some other people have opened your own gym. And it mm -hmm. is called, what's it called? Core City Fitness. Core City Fitness. How did that come Gosh, about? Such a better name than what we got. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I love prospect. How it started. So probably I know, almost a year ago, myself and two of the coaches at the gym we used to go to, we were kind of talking about it. And so we went to get a cup of coffee and we just, you know, talked about 
what we would all want if we were to open up our own gym and you know was it possible do we have time because all of us have you know other jobs outside real of this jobs, real jobs, but... <laughs> not real jobs but right. uh, this, this job is way more fun paying uh, jobs we don't know anything yeah. about real jobs on that's what it is <laughs> right. we've been called hobbyists before <laughs> is this your hobby? after that meeting we were both sold that we all wanted the same thing we all thought that it was possible wait how long did you know these people so i knew and like Lisa. were they just like hey at the gym people no 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 so well i mean i'm way older than all them <laughs> they're more mature than me but i'm way older <laughs> um so no, I mean I know Lisa for a couple of years, and we would do a lot of the workouts, you know, together. We didn't really like the programming at the gym we went to, so we would go in kind of weird hours and do our own. So we would work out a lot together, work on the weekends, and then Nick, the other partner, only like a year. He was one of the coaches there, great guy. That's kind of how it started. So after that, we said, all right, this is, we want to do this. This is a real possibility. And then we started narrowing down kind of where we wanted to do it. Um, yeah. How did you pick Detroit? So we knew we wanted to stay in Detroit. You know, I think like most things in Detroit, there's a lot of areas that are underserved. And I think fitness is one of them. I mean, you compare it to any other big city and you think of how many CrossFit gyms are in every other large city in America, right? And there's, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40. And, you know, there's two in Detroit. And so we knew we wanted to stay in the city. We had no idea where. I think when we when we started looking initially, we looked at all like the popular places. Uh, it's like Corktown, Eastern Market, Midtown. We started looking at a lot of places there, and it was astronomical in price, which we couldn't believe. You know, some of the buildings we were looking at, what they you know what they wanted. And then Lisa asked us if we ever heard of this neighborhood called Core City, which up until I don't know three months, four months ago, I've never heard of Core City. But it's a little pocket in Detroit off of Grand River, kind of right behind Wayne State and Woodbridge. And so we went to look there. We were introduced through someone that Lisa knows to this guy, Philip Kafka, who's basically redeveloping the whole area. So he's buying buildings. He's, you know, putting these really cool Quonset huts for people to live in. We got him to meet with us finally. And we were sold. We were sold on him more and what his vision was for the area. And he just seemed like a really cool guy and someone who we wanted to be aligned with. But at the time, you know, real estate is really hot in Detroit right now, or it was. And it just, I, we didn't think it was gonna work. What, what he wanted to charge, what we'd have to do, we just couldn't see how financially it could make sense for what we needed. But we knew we wanted to work with him. So we kept bugging him. We were emailing him, texting him every once in a while. And then this COVID happened, and he reached out to us because another tenant backed out of the building that we were going to be, that we're in now and said, you guys want to come look at this? And once we did, we knew that was going to be where we wanted to, you know, what our future location was. Oh, so it wasn't even like uh, you guys were going into it and stuff happened. It was, you really didn't have a home yet. Stuff happened. And because of that, that's why you guys are where you're at. Yeah. I mean, listen, as, as, as horrible as this has turned out for so many people and, you know, so many small businesses and, I don't, I think if this wouldn't have happened, I don't know if, if our gym would be open right now or if we would have ever been able to get this location because we, one, we wouldn't be able to get it for the price we got it at. And I just don't think it would have been available. So I mean, it was like a blessing in disguise for us. Yeah. Take your wins. I think that's what everybody wants to hear right now is more, yeah. more wins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a cool little, it's like a, there's like a courtyard and there's all these businesses around it kind of, right? Yeah. He's done, so he's done a great job. So he's, yeah. he took what was an old um, radiator mechanic shop. It was called Magnet Radiators and he turned it into a really cool new restaurant. 
there's a jujitsu, there's a bakery, um, there's like a commissary kitchen where they cook all around it. And then there's a big, what used to be a complete, you know, asphalt parking lot where you, they planted, I don't know, bunches of trees. It's still very, very urban. And then our building is kind of like this little annex of another building, which is exactly what we wanted. There's, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not huge. We didn't want it to be big. We wanted, you know, to go in this smaller. And if we got to the point to where it made sense to expand in the future, we could always do that. But we didn't want to make the mistake of trying to go too big too soon. And it was just a big open building with unbelievable amounts of windows and just a shell of a building. So it was, I mean, perfect for what we wanted. How has it been opening a gym in the middle of the pandemic? So, I mean, it's been, I hate to say it, but it's been great. You're killing Charlie right now, by the way. So, I mean, again, like, yeah, everything at Charlie or everything that everyone else is dealing with, it's not an issue for us right now, right? I mean, um, we were able to negotiate really, I mean, which we wouldn't have known this if we would have done six months ago, then, I don't know, we would, you know, probably be up a creek, yeah. But, you know, like, we were able to build it into our lease now to where if the state is shut down, we don't have to pay rent, which, again, no one built that into their lease until this. Right. So, you know, things like that, you know, we were able to do the build out ourselves, we called in some favors for some friends and Lisa's dad was a huge help, but you know, we were able to build it out and then not have to worry about the financial commitments, you know, initially and kind of do it the way we wanted to and then open up to members. But it's been tough. It was tough getting equipment. I mean, just like anyone else is getting stuff at their home gym or at their, at their box, every single place is sold out right now. Right. Um, and we're still waiting on some stuff that's on back order, but we started buying stuff really early before, probably before we should have, knowing that it would take a while and some stuff would be on back order. But for the most part now, I mean, we have everything we need to have a functioning class when we're able to fully open again. 2021. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Let's, uh, stay, uh, let's stay positive. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, trying to get real down during Jeff's uh, shine moment. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. What uh, lessons have you guys learned? I mean, it's this, this is going to be really unique because there's nobody else who has had to do this, like how you guys have done it. But what are some of the lessons that you've learned so far that you think are going to be valuable? So I don't know if they're going to be valuable, but I mean, it's it's a lot more work than I think what we initially thought. I mean, the good thing is that I went in this with five other people. So we all come from completely different backgrounds, different ages, but it was good in that we had a lot of help in doing a lot of things. But I mean, there's, there's just so many little things that you don't think of that I don't think, we, I mean, we, we couldn't prepare ourselves from it or for it. So, you know, I don't think we would have done anything differently, but it's just, you know, it's a way bigger time commitment, at least initially than what I thought it was going to be. Definitely what my wife thought it was going to be. <laughs> but I think going forward now that, you know, for the most part, I, I have, you know, a less day-to-day involvement than some of the other owners because they're the actual, you know, they have their L1, their L2, and their coaches. I'm just really there to have fun and work out. So it's a lot easier for me going forward than maybe it is for some of them. Okay. Yeah, but, it's almost an impossible learning curve that you can't see. It just You just got to be ready for anything. Yeah. I mean, what, what we knew, though, is we knew what we didn't like. And that's what brought us to this. Was that we were we were we were unhappy with where we were going in the past, yeah. and so we all started by saying, "Okay, 
how do we want it to look? You know, you're able to, you know, do it when you do it from scratch, you can, yeah, you can do whatever, whatever you, want. you want. Yeah. You don't have to worry about any legacy stuff. So we took everything that we didn't like, made sure we didn't do that. And then just really, you know, try to do everything we wanted to, whether it be, you know, how it looks, you know, how we're going to charge people, what we're gonna do for programming, you know, we wanted to just build a fun community and not deal with any of the other stuff. At the risk of having to edit this out and uh, have you bust some heads prematurely, yeah. what's it like navigating five other co-owners? Like, how do you guys make a decision? Like, like, like you guys want to paint a wall, how do you guys decide to or not or what color? So we do a lot of uh, online polls. And okay. as, as, so as of right now, it's, it's been fine. And I'll, I'll tell you, there's been one or two hiccups. But we do majority majority rule. We're all we're all equal partners at this point in terms of decision making. So where the hiccups were, you know, coming up with a name, it's it's not easy. And we'll talk about this, I'm sure, but it makes it even more difficult when you add the word CrossFit after it, right? Because there's every name's taken. Possible. I mean, it's 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 so hard. So <laughs> and that was five years name, ago that I did it. I can't imagine. Yeah. That. Oh, I couldn't imagine. I mean, believe me, we thought of a million names. Every, every name at this point is pretty much taken. And we'll talk about kind of core city and how we're going to transition that maybe in the future. So that there were some hiccups there. Us, you know, all kind of agreeing on something. And then the biggest one, which I couldn't believe, was kind of like our logo, where we had some very, very, very strong opinions on two completely different sides that caused way more stress than I wanted on a logo. Uh, but other than that, it's Anne has a lot of design opinions herself. <laughs> I was going to say, I could have told you that was going to happen because that's like the only fight that we have right, yeah. is over like design. Yeah. Just, buy whatever cleaners you want, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. You like what you like. Yeah. And like, if you don't like something, you're like, I don't like it. Like, like a programming, <laughs> like, you're like, okay, I can, I can, yeah, I can get over that. Uh, the next day is just the don't next show day. up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But this logo is going to, you know, potentially be with us forever. Yeah. Right. So, you know, but we eventually all agreed. We agreed on the one that I like. So I'm happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that was really, yeah, that was the only thing that made it tough. Other than that, it's been, it's been great because, I mean, our ages go from 50 to 32 in terms of the owners. So, I mean, it's very, very diverse, you know, lots of different, from education to finance to engineering. So it's, it's good. We, we get good input from really all different levels, which I like. Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. There's different benefits. What's been the most help or like the biggest help so far throughout? What do you mean by that? Like coming up with this, getting it together. What? So I think just having as many people in diverse backgrounds. Um, really? You know, yeah. Joe, Joe and I, I mean, you know this. We were thinking yeah. about doing this a, a while ago, and we look back on it now, saying, "Joe's for all those listening. Joe's uh, another buddy, another buddy that yep. works with Jeff." <laughs> yep. And I mean, we talk now is how much trouble we would have been if we would have tried to do this ourselves without bringing in, you know, Nick, Lisa, and Stacy. Just, I mean, just because I mean, one, their coaching background, they have different different points of view on how things should be structured, and I value that, and I know what what I know and what I'm good at, and I'm fine delegating off everything else to things that I'm not. Did you hear that, Charlie? I think we're all, what's that? No, sorry, yeah. cut out. I said, did you hear that, Charlie? No. It cut I out did. again for him. He yeah, knows. It keeps it cutting out every time. Every time you guys, it starts with a D and then it just cuts out. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, which, Sorry, which sorry you got it. I'm the worst person in the world at that, at, you know, in, in my job, my finance job is, I mean, I'm the most hands-on, want to make sure I'm handling everything. But here, 
because we're almost just looking at it as, you know, a passion project and something fun, I'm much more willing to, you know, take other people's point of view, unless I think they're wrong. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can understand that because that's what we deal with. Yeah. <laughs> passion project. Kidding. <laughs> no, the unless you think you're wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can always kind of put the foot down if I, I don't do it often, though. Not as often as you think I do. How about this? Not as often as I want to sometimes. <laughs> okay, fair. So you mentioned that you guys chose to not use the CrossFit name, which I, yeah. which I take as not affiliating with CrossFit, even though probably a lot of people would label your, that as your style of fitness. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason behind that? Well, yeah. And it was, a, I mean, it was an unbelievably hard decision. I mean, we went into this saying, you know, we're going to open up, you know, the third CrossFit box gym in Detroit. And that's what we love. I mean, that's, we all, we recognize ourselves. We, we feel like we're CrossFitters, right? That's what brought us all together. And that's what we love to do. So we started the affiliate paperwork in the process, had everything basically approved. And then everything, you know, obviously everyone knows what came out with, you know, the owner of CrossFit. And at the time, we just made a decision that we didn't want to associate ourselves with a brand at that point with the uncertainty going forward and with having him involved. And so we emailed headquarters and said, you know, we want to withdraw our application at this time. And we did. And we just went forward for the time being with Core City Fitness. The other kind of wrinkle in that was that there used to be a Core City CrossFit in, I forget, maybe New Mexico or something. They deaffiliated. I don't know, six months ago or three months ago, not having to do with the stuff with Glassman or COVID was before that. So we couldn't use the name Core City CrossFit right now anyways. And they said they can, they have to hold it for six months. <laughs> My dog's going crazy. Uh, they have to hold it for six months before they'll re-release it, which would be like November anyways. So then, you know, over the time of, I mean, it was a really quick period with 10 days, two weeks, everything changed, right? Yeah. You know, a bunch of affiliates, you know, made whatever stand they were going to make. Glassman sold the company. I watched the uh, the interview of the new owner, and I was like, I actually, I texted you, Charlie, saying this guy's great. Like, yeah. this is a yeah, love him. Absolute perfect scenario. I think that if someone's going to take over the brand, you know, it's someone guy. like this. Yep. So we're in the process right now to where we can't really do it yet, anyways, because we're not going to affiliate, get a name, and then change it. Yeah. So we basically have until November until we have to you know, make a decision. My guess is that, you know, we'll probably affiliate, you know, come November. I don't see why we wouldn't. Kind of a really good timing thing for you guys. Yeah, hopefully you get your name. Two for two. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, I don't think anyone else, unless someone else puts in the application's name time, but um, I think we'll be okay. We have a backup name too that's kind of tied to our buildings where if we had to, have the affiliate right. be a different name than we could, but it's gotta be so uh, niche. Can't imagine. But I mean, I guess it was already gone at one point. So, um, yeah. Right. Right. Core city. Yeah. Right, but are you ready for a softball question? This is gonna be the. Uh, I can't uh, tell where you're pointing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's up. I'm to your on my screen. I'm oh, left. You're you. above me. <laughs> okay. Oh. It's all Good. different on every screen. We should do this from now on. We should we should do this in the rundown at the beginning where we it's get the orientation. Everybody in the correct everybody. Brady Bunch order. Exactly. All right, buddy. Softball question. Yeah. Why should somebody come to Core City Fitness? Ooh, I don't know if that's such a softball. Wow. Um, <laughs> you, you better to make it a softball because <laughs> yeah. you're going to ask it a lot of times in the next few um, years. I mean, 
so our, our goal going into this is just to create an environment to where no matter where you are in your fitness journey, you're going to have the best hour of your day. So we do our programming, I think, kind of similar to what you guys do, where we have different tracks depending on, you know, do you want to compete? Do you want to do the open? Or do you just literally, you know, want to look better with your shirt off? Do you not want to look like I did? At Jeff Lincoln. Right? You want to be able to go to a shirtless golf Do you want to not look skinny fat? <laughs> it's called the skinny fat non-track. Yeah. So, I mean, going into it, that was literally our, our only goal is to have zero drama and just give people the best day, the best hour of their day. And that's what we're all we're that's all we're focusing on in every decision we make. That's awesome. Good stuff. Wow. What is your mission and kind of your goal? Well, you kind of mentioned your goal for so the gym. But let's hear that is, mission. Let's hear yeah, that mission. So yep. So it's to create a family of humble, hungry, mm -hmm. and happy people who kick ass into their nineties. I like it. Oh. Right. Off the top of your head and everything. Love <laughs> it. You get it. You know what you do, along with the logo, get it tattooed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then I was just saying, man, you know how to make sure that you always get to have that logo and none of the other partners get to change it at any point in time? Tattoo it on yourself. Already on me. And, and nobody changes it. <laughs> yeah. That's dedication right there. If that there is. Logo. Tattoos, tattoos can be, uh, you can get them removed or you can uh, tattoo over them. You can get them moved too. You can just take from here to here. You should tell that to Lee. Don't talk about that. He's <laughs> with his sore subject. That's a sore subject. We'll bring no. it up in the Lee interview. No. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get a new tattoo that I don't know no. about? No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. This is an oldie. Oldie. An oldie, an oldie that, he that he doesn't like. I think if anybody was going to bring it up, I think it could be the friend from kindergarten. Yeah, right? I can bring it up. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. All right, All right ma'am. Well, if I was closer to uh, Detroit, I'd drop in. I mean, I'm still going to Oh, uh, You're still going to drop in. I want to drop time. in. It's, yeah, such, sure. oh, it's really a cool building because they have like like a skylight thing at the top. Oh, yeah? that, like, I think it's retractable, but I think they're afraid to open it because yeah, I don't think they'll be that. able to close it again. Yeah. But it's really cool. It looks like... um. I don't know. It almost looks, reminds me of the, um, if you go on to Belle Isle, the aquarium, like those kind of windows up top but okay. in a, in a triangle, not a dome. And not uh, <laughs> do you guys have a warehouse full of Takis next door? A what? Do you know exactly. what a, a warehouse? Do you know what a Taki warehouse? is? <laughs> no, like what's a, a, just, I have no idea. What's just think of it as like a more spicy rolled up Dorito. Like they're in like a bag of Dorito. That's next to us. That's our neighbor. We'll check and see if they're vegan and we'll give you a bag. I doubt it. I guarantee you they are. Well, I guess it is a tortilla chip. Maybe. Yeah. Most of those chemicals are technically vegan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to say maybe you guys don't have everything. I think some things. Well, I still want you to come by even if we don't. For sure. And I'll bring tacos. Okay. I've never had one actually. So I'll have one for the first time. <laughs> I thought I brought you Takis once, didn't I? You, you did. And there was a story of why I didn't eat them. And I can't remember. I think somebody jacked them off my desk. Oh. No, he probably or maybe took them. I assume it was a joke. Oh. Yeah. I, uh, I used no, to. No, no, no. I wanted to I taught kids in Southwest Detroit and they were all about the Takis. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh, it was the purple bag. You gave them to me, but I, but I don't think I ever got them for some reason. Yeah. I think Way somebody go. took them. Mm hmm. <laughs> 
No, I was ready for it, but I never got to it. All right, Jeff, you ready for the most important part of the interview? Did Anne tell you about this part? No, I don't think no, because so I didn't know we were doing it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. threw it in last second. This is what your kids are going to listen to after you pass. Oh my this is God. the most important thing. Oh. That's what I do this podcast for, just leaving, just leaving records behind so they can always go back. Yeah. We can basically, just build a full AI me. That's what this is for. We're going to do the Would You Rather. Okay. This is mostly for Jeff and Anne, because these are the same Would You Rathers from Britney's podcast, which Anne was gone for, so she hasn't had to, gotten a chance to put an input in. on her podcast. Right. Well, she would have been If your answer is right or wrong. Yeah. Right. All right. So I guess Ape and I will just go back and forth sure. on that, and then you guys can both answer. Ape, take it away. You got no more right. uno. Jeff, would you rather something sweet or salty? Uh, sweet. Sweet. He's right. Right. <laughs> Jeff, one for one. Congratulations. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, would you rather have a 100-degree day or a 10-degree day? 100-degree day all day. I agree. Yeah. If I'm at a lake. Yeah. 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 Would, you, would you rather eat a spider or find five in your bed? He's vegan. So I, I want to I wanna eat, uh, yeah, I want to eat one. Um, He's already I'd dead. Rather, I'd rather find five in my bed. Okay. And, and I would find a nice place to take them to. I agree. I love spiders, so I would like to find them in my bed. And no, these aren't the nice-looking kind of spiders. These are the nightmare fuel. Okay. Jody, Jody would burn down the house if we found spiders. <laughs> so my, my wife has tried over like some daddy long legs. I've, oh yeah, I've there used to be one right by our dryer that every time I would I would uh, put the clothes like, in, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> make sure you use the fabric softener. Yeah. Uh, would you rather this goes for both of you would you rather uh be underdressed or overdressed i know this jeff's i know what jeff's answer is overdressed. He always yeah, yeah. <laughs> overdressed. Yeah. i don't know i guess i don't really i know your yeah. answer too obviously it's underdressed. <laughs> yeah i don't really care Except the, older I get, dressed up. <laughs> the older i get the more i'm okay with being completely underdressed yeah good yeah. Com comfort over looks that's, yep. where I'm, that's where I'm heading in my life right now. Heading. <laughs> so you're, you're at the destination. Stop driving. <laughs> Would you rather only be able to communicate in emojis or never be able to text again? Does that mean talking or just like on the phone? Texting. Oh. Um, so never text or, no. or send only emojis? Never text. <laughs> emojis. For sure. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, you got that one wrong, apparently. Dang it. Would you rather always have B.O. and not know it, or always smell B.O. on everyone else? Oh. Have it. I'd rather smell it on other people, because I would hate it if I had it. Uh, you know what? I think this kind of ties into the underdressed, overdressed. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I think this is kind of a sub-question of that. Yeah. <laughs> If I don't, if I don't know, who cares? Uh, <laughs> comfort. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's judging you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, as long as I don't still, still comfortable, as long as I don't smell on somebody else. Would you rather always have a full phone battery or a full gas tank? <laughs> uh, full phone. I let my I let my gas tank get down to basically zero. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a phone person. I can my gas can I can ride on E for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> okay with that. <laughs> What did I say? Did I say gas? I think because I, I charge my phone enough times, so I just thought gas was you like, gas. I'd rather just not have to stop being gas. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or, oh, back to the tattoos question, or tattoos that appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? <laughs> oh 
oh my god color change my color right yeah, exactly color yeah yeah exactly that's the degenerate what had, test what if you had sex and then like what if that one time a year you had what sex oh my god no then you'd walk she around all day to let everyone know i know what if i like ate she like say, she didn't say what about when <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if? You know, like when you. What if you just uh, eat was... some random, like, oh man, no way. Brittany one... picked the tattoos because she says she lives a very, like, proud, like, she doesn't care if people know what she does. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? I, okay. I got two we would probably change how you lived if you knew that was the case. That's true. I don't that think I would. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I would want to. Yeah. I think I yeah. I think went for the first week of how like clean yeah. your lifestyle is. It's still embarrassing to like s show what you've done, lazy or not. Yeah. All right. With no tattoos. Would you rather? Yeah, would it show if you pooped? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, I but mean, would you care? That's yeah. pretty normal. So that's normal. Yeah, I don't know. know. Yeah, I guess. Do you not? Well, would it show you sitting on the toilet is what I'm asking. Oh my gosh. It would, yeah, show, how, it would show how long you sat. It's going to be just yeah. like the oh. Yeah. It's going to have a running clock of all the things that you did and how long, <laughs> and how long it took. Get out of here. Like, okay. what if you had sex? Like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather walk in on your parents or have them walk in on you? Them walk in on me. <laughs> Parents. Wow, that was quick. That was very quick. Ew, you rather really? walk in on your parents? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh my god! I'm just picturing my dad like opening. Yeah. No. What if he had sex? What if? Well, I picture my parents like okay. Uh, I don't want to picture it, but now we're in the prime. <laughs> See, I, my parents grew up. I think they hated each other their whole life, so I don't think they ever had. Sex. Okay, but you were made. It's probably so angry when they did it. <laughs> <laughs> like very passionate. Anyway, I'm you don't want to stay on this topic. You want to move on? Yeah. Right, next next question. <laughs> Would you rather have a mullet for six months or be bald for a year? Mullet. mullet. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I, I value my hair. I, I, would I love how quick you guys are. Would yeah. you rather buy all used underwear or all used toothbrushes? Underwear. Uh, yeah, I guess underwear. <laughs> you got to justify it? You feel like you need to? No, no, no I'm good. Uh, okay, okay. Would you rather have seven fingers on each hand or seven toes on each foot? So 14 total? Yeah. Ooh. I think <laughs> yes. seven fingers would probably help with a hooker up, right? <laughs> Ours came back right? across it, too. You like four yeah. fingers on it. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. My, mine was toes because of balance, I think, right? I don't remember <laughs> so. what I said. It was like two episodes ago. My feet are disgusting, so I kind of take some more toes on it. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the smartest? Um person <laughs> <laughs> funniest i'm just here for comic relief most of the time and yeah. yeah ditto uh would you rather be stranded stranded <laughs> stranded would you rather be stranded in the desert or in the jungle 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 Definitely. i think jungle just to just to say welcome to the jungle all the time yeah oh i say it because I, I don't want to be in the middle of sand with no water this is the biggest softball question ever for a financial advisor. But would you rather have $1 million now or $5,000 a week for the rest of your life? <laughs> Wait, five, 
I'm gonna. They're gonna give you both of those. I think you get you get one million dollars now or five thousand dollars a week forever for your life. Five thousand a week. I would take five thousand a week. I think the math is like three years or something. You would have a million. So you wouldn't have two hundred eighty thousand a year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! The things I would buy. I could put a pool in, Jeff. You should get a pool. Jeff, yeah. he said no to my pool dream. We did talk about this on Brittany's interview, though, about the value of investing your one million earlier on. Look what! Look at the pandemic. But then, well, nice. but then taxes. With yeah, taxes. Stuff. Yeah. Would you rather sell all of your possessions or one of your organs? I get rid of an organ. I think I'm with the organ. <laughs> that's a good answers i mean if it's not like one i really need like, See, there's a lot of ladder. you got two exactly. kidneys right yeah. yeah there's an appendix in there people get yeah, voluntarily taken out, taken out all the time, all the time. Yeah. yeah guys don't need nipples oh my god <laughs> would you rather be serenaded by justin bieber or justin timberlake timberlake Whew. i guess timberlake oh <laughs> i saw we, we saw him in concert i'd be okay with that i felt like you I should take serenaded. eight Take no. You felt like what? I felt like we were being serenaded. Is he looking right at you? Mm-hmm. He's probably looking at Jody, but I was pretending it was me. You were like totally. leaning over in his eye like. <laughs> no, you're Just looking at me. Over here. Yeah. Yeah, me. I bought the tickets. Would you rather have a permanent unibrow or no eyebrows at all? Oh, Unibrow. Could rock that shit. Anthony Davis no. style. Yeah, Jeff's very, he has nice eyebrows. He, no, I get like rid, I'd get rid of them. Really? Oh, wow. Ooh, ooh, I don't know if I'd like you without eyebrows. You could always, like, unibrow? You could always you like, have... make up them on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would look real good. The unibrow? Yeah. Like, how many, it was like, like you'd fuck it, it and it would just grow right. like that. Instantly? Like some Instantly. magic unibrow? <laughs> okay. You could probably be rich on that. No, definitely could be. fast-growing unibrow. Everyone no. hold tight while, while Charlie gags, but would you uh, rather... I'm going to put myself on mute. Hold on. Would gosh, he just can't handle it. Would you rather always have wet socks or or a small rock in your shoe? I'm going with the wet socks. Ooh, <laughs> I'm, f- I'm fine with wet socks. Yeah, uh, I can't handle a rock in my shoe. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you don't like wet socks? No, I can't even. Please, let's move on. Last question. I can't. I honestly, I can feel my stomach in my throat right now. Where you take out your shoes out. and you can leave footprints with those babies? Absolutely not. I would never let my life get to that rock bottom. Oh, no. No. It's, it's just the slosh. <laughs> it's not sloshy. They're just damp. Oh. Well, it doesn't, it, it doesn't identify the amount of moistness in the sock. I'm, I'm assuming the worst, and it's disgusting. <laughs> All right. Thank God. Last question. Would you rather look strong and be weak or I know, look I weak know the and be strong? <laughs> look, look super strong and be so weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I don't care what I can actually do. I mean, I guess, oh, that's a hard one. Like, I don't know what, what yeah. Oh. This must be a female question because I feel like most guys would answer totally the look so strong, yeah. be weak, yeah. No, man, I want to be strong. Yeah, I think that's. I, I think it is kind of a gender question. I don't know what look weak would look like, though. I guess that's what I'm. Wow, I, look at you I up in your up. ivory tower. 
I don't, I don't even know, know what, what I'm saying. No, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, is it going to be like a picture like this? Come on, dig yourself. Smoking, up. smoking lady, like, <laughs> you know, you've seen real skinny, but then the fucking come up and, oh, excuse my language. That's already an expletive, yeah. Can, can lift, like, I don't know. You got like a cigarette in your mouth, like Vince Vaughn yeah. in old school. <laughs> yes. You're doing the Iron Cross. Yes. <laughs> yes. But would look way worse than Vince Vaughn. I don't know. Vince Vaughn so. doesn't look that great. Mm-hmm. I like me some Vince Vaughn, so watch it. Everybody does. He's a funny guy. I he's like that. six four, six six. He's a big guy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of big guys. That's it. The classiest of big guys. <laughs> we did it. Yes. Good job, our, our first outside of CrossFit interview, and it went decent. Beautiful. It oh, thank you. Nice. I think it went more than decent. I, I think, think so, too. Did you have fun? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I was really nervous, but I loved it. More yeah, fun than I, I wish I could show you all the text. I'm not doing it. I'm not showing up. I'm not. It's on video. What? I'm not coming. <laughs> da, 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 da. No way. Uh-uh. Oh, no one sees the video. It's just us. Oh, I know. If it was, I'd be long gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. No. I, I edit this so heavily. It would not be watchable on video. It would. It would we'd just be jumping around all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, not thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jeff, for gracing us with your presence and talking about your new endeavor of opening that beautiful Core City Fitness. And we Can't all look forward to, to coming and, and doing it. Thanks for having Core City Fitness. Thanks, yes. Buddy. And all the thank people you. that are in the Detroit area, go check it out when this now or when this pandemic's over or just go downtown right now go downtown right now yeah. you're go probably ahead. in the car listening <laughs> to this podcast <laughs> just drive down there check out the Yuri. hey siri how do i get to core city fitness <laughs> there you go and now they're gone <laughs> all, all right guys. thanks everyone bye. bye thank you Thank you once again for listening to an episode of Talking Functional Fitness. If you did enjoy this episode, feel free to like, rate, subscribe, share, all that good stuff on any social media. You obviously know where you can find these podcasts because you're already listening to it. You can find more CrossFit, Frostbite, and Talking Functional Fitness on our social media pages. You can find us on YouTube, and you can also find us at CrossFitFrostbite.com. Until the next episode, stay frosty, my friends.